You are listening to She Speaks by the Great Canadian Woman. The great Canadian woman makes waves, she moves mountains, and she blazes trails. This podcast is a compilation of inspirational Canadian women sharing their message, their insight, their experience, and their expertise. and compassion, strength and softness, pride and humility, independence and connectedness. The great Canadian woman unites us by both our similarities and our differences, and this is where we listen, learn, connect and grow. You can learn more about our publishing opportunities, events and how to be a contributor on the She Speaks podcast or blog by visiting www.thegreatcanadianwoman.ca. Are you a parent? Do you have a daughter who is under the age of 25? Or do you know a girl who is under the age of 25? Now think of that girl and imagine she goes to school, meets an amazing guy through a dating app. He's in the same school as her. He seems like an ideal boyfriend who showers her with a lot of attention and gifts and make it seem like it's all a fairy tale. You notice that she's spending a lot of time with him after school, though she always comes home on time. Eventually, you notice that she is staying over at his house more often than not, and slowly but surely, you notice that you barely see her now, and when you do, she barely makes eye contact. She appears timid and her mood is low. She eventually moves in with him, and when you try talking to her, she sounds defensive and aggressive. She doesn't want to see you, and you don't know what to do. Despite your best efforts, you're not able to convince her to come back home. You have no choice but to let it go while digging what exactly is going on. You finally find out after a lot of sleepless nights and research that she is a stripper. But she's not just any regular stripper at a strip club, but also a prostitute. You ask yourself, how did this happen? Last you knew of her was that she was a straight A student in high school. How did she get here? It's very uncomfortable to think about. It's uncomfortable for you to think about how her life was ripped apart and how she became a prostitute. What led her through this path? It's uncomfortable to think about what will the society say and how will this impact her status in the community? Hi, my name is Shreya Patel and I'm here to make you feel uncomfortable because only in discomfort are we able to figure out the hard truths of the society that we live in. That girl, she's not a prostitute. That girl is a victim of a harrowing crime called domestic human trafficking. Did you know that human trafficking is one of the fastest crimes in Canada with 70% of victims being under the age of 25 and 90% of them are Canadian born. International trafficking or human smuggling has been happening for years, but in first world countries, it works a bit differently. 
domestic human trafficking is rarely talked about and it occurs when the whole horrific crime happens within the country borders. 65% of this reported cases happened in Ontario. One thing I know for a fact is domestic human trafficking is on a rise every year. I first learned about this crime when I was in school for documentary and film. I had seven months to make a documentary to graduate this program. Initially, I was going to make it on a murder case that happened in my hometown, but because the trial got moved to the following year, that did not happen. With only two months to go, I had to go through a vigorous casting process where I met some very interesting people. I met 12 convicts. I met a former Hells Angels hitman. I even met a dominatrix who worked on Wall Street. But the one that grabbed my attention was a girl who was very timid and shy when I first met her. She didn't talk much. She was introduced to me through an NGO. All I knew was she was coming out of sex trade. I was like, okay, well, I can shed light on how the girl is coming back into the community and the, how the community perceives her due to her experience. It was hard to keep in touch with her because she would disappear for a long time. Sounds familiar? She would cancel plans to shoot, but one stormy afternoon, she agreed to shoot. I thought I was interviewing a former sex worker, but halfway through the interview, I realized that I'm interviewing a survivor of domestic human trafficking. I was in utter shock. To be honest, I didn't even know what the difference was. Maybe you're feeling that too. Let me explain. I have never heard of domestic human trafficking. Neither did I realize that it happens right in front of us. Since making my documentary Girl Up, I have worked with countless survivors and have had the chance to immerse myself in their stories, and I wanted to give voice to those who didn't know how to. The information that I gathered is shocking. Most of these pimps are between the age of 18 and 34, and they find their victims in schools, malls, clubs, dating apps, through their friends, parties, basically everywhere you can think of. A lot of these are boyfriend-girlfriend relationships, which starts off like a fairy tale, and once the victim is in love, the trafficker starts to pull back. At that time, the victim is basically ready to do anything to get that attention back from him, as she thinks that she has done something wrong, which is why he's pulling back. Trafficker will now start to isolate the victims from her family, friends, and all her activities leading into control and implementation of subtle rules to see how far he can push her. Some things that the traffickers have used to lure their victims into starting to strip in strip clubs is wanting to start a family or buying a house together. Oh, we don't have enough money. Maybe I can work at a bar and you can strip. She slowly starts stripping, which leads to lap dances, which eventually leads to intimate acts. And once she thinks that they have made enough money and wants to get out, that's when emotional and physical torture begins. Some survivors have mentioned that the pimp have extorted them by threatening to show photos and videos of them in vulnerable positions to their family and friends and put it on social media for everyone to see. They have even threatened to kill their pets. Girls are getting taken out of schools in the morning and brought back at the end of school days so she can go home and her parents won't even know that she is getting trafficked. It's not a nighttime job like most perceive it to be. Most of them work nine to five hours. Some of these girls are given $1,000 a day quota and all the money is taken away by the trafficker. If they don't fulfill that, physical, emotional, and mental torture is used towards them. The goal for the trafficker is to break all the victim's willpower. 
It is a very slow manipulation game where the trafficker learns about the vulnerabilities of the victims and uses that against her to lure her into prostitution. Did you know that there are manuals written on how to pimp out girls and become a successful trafficker? When I interviewed Tamara Cherry, an award-winning journalist who has been reporting about domestic human trafficking since 2008, she mentioned that traffickers are not only using manuals, but also getting their information from Neil Strauss' book called The Game, which I recommend everyone to read so they know if someone is using those tricks on you. Also, don't be fooled because girls are also known to befriend the victim on behalf of the pimp because it's easier for the victim to trust a girl over a guy. Domestic human trafficking has been happening for years, but only in May 2017, a bill called Girl Next Door Act was passed. This legislation and policies still need work though. I was at the Under 35 Women's Forum at Assembly of Ontario. I asked one of the MPPs about why education about trafficking is not being taught in schools, and her response was that if we teach this in schools, we are giving little boys ideas on how to traffic girls. We wonder why there's a lack of awareness about this crime. Well, with this kind of thinking from people in position of power, the only thing we can do is advocate. I believe that advocacy is important and education can save millions of lives, which is why I'm currently working on a TV series about this topic in hopes that the masses will watch it. And in that way, they will be more informed about this topic, even though it is uncomfortable. It is uncomfortable to think that this is happening right in front of us. Today, I urge you to educate yourself about domestic human trafficking. I urge you to feel the discomfort and in that push yourself to use your voice to be a change maker in your community. I urge you to talk to young people around you about it. You never know how many lives you might end up saving by spreading awareness. I urge you to take a pledge with me to not only celebrate women, but to fight for justice for equal rights of other women too. It's time to roar against injustice because we all deserve a life led by respect. It's time to be uncomfortable. It's time to grow up. Thank you so much for tuning into the She Speaks podcast by The Great Canadian Woman. Remember to subscribe to the show on your favorite player so you don't miss a single episode. And if you love what we're doing here, we would be so appreciative if you could leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes. And if you want to connect with today's guest or become a guest on the show yourself, head to thegreatcanadianwoman.ca forward slash podcast. Until next time, make waves, move mountains, and blaze trails.